Welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets the essence of the automobile. Today, we are talking about the 2022 Hyundai Elantra, and that's right, the hopped up Elantra. You can take a look at this Elantra on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. And hey, while you're over there, why don't you head over to our Facebook page, click that like button. That way, we get all the great Auto Week content sent directly to you. We're going to spend a ton of time talking about this Elantra in just one second, but first, we have to pay the bills. Buckle up! Road and Track Crew's Big and Fast Cars is the fastest, funniest page turner on the planet. Packed with 701 amazing car facts, this book is custom built for kids who love slick supercars, powerful monster trucks, and record smashing speed machines. The only thing your little one needs to drive road and track crew big and fast cars is a license for fun. Purchase a copy at Amazon today. And Mark, you're here today to talk about uh, what my notes say is the Hyundai i30N or Elantra N as we call it here in the United States. The Elantra N. You know, N sounds so much like M. I, I don't know if that was a mistake on their part, maybe because they had Albert Biermann uh, doing all the tuning of this thing. And he was from the M division of BMW. So... Maybe they didn't want to. Uh, maybe they wanted people to get those confused. But <clears throat> N actually stands for uh, two things, uh, as far as my notes tell me: Nurburgring, where they have a performance center, and Namyang, where they have another performance center in Korea. So uh, it is the the product of at least two performance centers around the world. Well, those two performance centers sound like they can churn out one fantastic car. Obviously, this shares kind of the same bones that we've seen with the Kona N, also on Quickspin, and Veloster N, may it rest in peace. But uh, for those that are uninformed, give us the brass tacks of this Elantra N. So two liter uh, GDI uh, four-cylinder makes 276 horsepower, 289 pound-feet of torque. That's a fair amount of power for a uh, uh, what is essentially a, a relatively small car. Uh, that, uh, and, uh, it has a, another interesting thing about this. You can get an eight speed dual clutch transmission or a six speed manual. Yes. You can still get a six speed manual here and it is, um, front wheel drive, of course, just as and now I go all the way back to the import scene or the, uh, or what we call the hot hatch scene over here, you know, where Honda and a few other players sort of dominated in that. Uh, and those were all front-wheel drive cars. So this kind of takes the banner of that era and brings it into the modern age. Uh, but it adds a lot of cool stuff. There's uh, an electronic limited slip differential, uh, even though it's front-wheel drive. Uh, it's called the in-corner carving differential. Very nice. Uh, variable exhaust valve system. So uh, and, and if you get the DCT, it even has uh, launch control. So... There's a lot going on here. Uh, on the spec sheet, it looks fantastic. No, but Mark, you also take us on a quick little walk around of this Elantra N, which we're going to go to right now. So you can still hear the uh, popping and crackling of the uh, exhaust and the cooling fans working on this uh, fabulous Hyundai Elantra N model. It's powder blue all the way around, really maybe as bright as powder blue could be with black and red trim around the edges uh it looks if i was going to get this i would love to get the in by the way if i was going to get it i would get it like without this uh, bright color because i'd want to be stealth and just sneak around in it uh it uh, otherwise looks just like a pretty much straightforward uh four-door fastbacky looking thing with sort of a trunklet. They might have called that a notchback at some point, but now I don't know what they call it. It's got uh, big, fat ex dual exhausts out there, valence in the back, 
rocker panels look like they're sort of pretending to be aerodynamically helpful up here in the front where you can still hear that fan blast and most of the front grill is blocked off uh, so it only needs a little bit and then it goes back into a couple of radiators back there nice air dam uh, nice lips um, uh, it looks like actual functional side vents that might uh, clear clean up the air around the front tires we are rolling on uh, Michelin 245 35ZR19s in the front. They are Pilot Sport 4S. So that's actually some pretty impressive rubber. And in the back, we are looking at 245 35R19. So yeah, uh, disc brakes, of course, all the way around. And uh, it's got that weird folded up door on both sides that uh, Hyundai is so proud of. It's a nice looking car. Let's hop in, see what it looks like on the inside, or just I'll give you a tour of it. One thing that's kind of cool that I liked is that the uh, seats, these are really uh, firm racing buckets with uh, side bolstering, really strong side bolstering. The uh, N for Nam Yang is uh, lighted up in the back of the seats. So that's kind of cool. There's some uh, nice uh, blue trim lighting in here. The seats <coughs> slide manually back and forth and they recline manually. So maybe that saves a couple of uh, pounds. Shave off the curb weight and go straight to the performance. Um, nice set of uh, tabs on the steering wheel. There's uh, a huge grab bar for the passenger right next to the uh, six-speed manual shifter. We really have to thank Hyundai for going all the way on this, making a sort of a performance little car that you could uh, drive and have a heck of a good time doing it. Let's uh, put on seatbelt, fire it up and go drive. Well, that's a little bit jumping the gun. We're not quite there yet, Mark. We still have more bantering to do. So how does the interior feel? This is by far the most uh, race-ready interior of any of those competitors and maybe of just about anything, uh, certainly in this class. Those bucket seats, you really kind of sink back into them. They have very firm bolsters. The uh, seat backs have those uh, cutouts where you put the uh, two uh, shoulder harnesses you know, for your four-point or six-point harness. So that's in there. That's ready to go. Uh, it's um, it's just all around made for performance. And there's you can't really point to something and say, oh, they should have done this, they should have done that. For a front-wheel drive performance, not a hatchback. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about as good as you can get. That being said, Mark, you do take us on a quick little drive of the Elantra N, which we're going to go to right now. On this twisty mountain road that I just came up. Get out of the parking lot first. All clear. Weighting of the steering wheel is really nice. It's uh, it's um, 
really well done. This whole front end, I would uh, uh, once you dig into it and find out what it, it, exactly it is that they did to make this uh, thing corner so well. You just track so nicely, it turns right in, corners really well all the way through these corners. It's uh, it's so much fun. Uh, in the in terms of bang for the buck, just for canyon carving, this has got to be among the best out there available right now. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think which car this might remind me of from uh, ancient sport compacts of yore. You know, is this uh, the modern CRX-SI? So it's, it's a lot bigger and uh, heavier, but it sure feels good going around these mountain curves here. take a good bite but the uh, most impressive thing is just the way that it uh, turns in and holds on through these corners there's uh, very little body roll evident and uh, it's just uh, so much fun um, like I say you know if you wanted something to go and enjoy on the weekends that you could sneak past the spouse as just you know a very practical four-door uh, car, generic car, if you could get this without the uh, bright blue paint, uh, this would be the thing to do. Because then you'd have a practical commuter, you know, hauler for most of the week. And then when you got a chance to get away, off you'd go to your favorite Canyon Road, which is where I'm headed. Are you ready for the ride of your life? Our partners at Road & Track Experiences just opened registration for the first event of 2023, the Route to Vine Rally through beautiful Northern California. Hop in and join editors for an exploration of some of the most breathtaking roads, private wine tastings, and car collection tours, and so much more. Plus, the full lineup of 2023 experiences include more U.S. road rallies, international escapes, cars and coffee events, and more. Learn more at experiences.roadandtrack.com. And a canyon road is a good place to go. But Mark, before we get too far into this, I must ask, what is the price on this bad boy? Sounds it's well, sounds it, half half a million dollars, two million dollars. <laughs> How much is this? It, an entirely reasonable thirty three one ninety five. So uh, you know that's that's affordable. That's uh, within the budget of probably the young buyers who are probably going to buy this. So. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lining it up against what the WRX, the type R, the GTI, maybe the golf R, the golf R, geez, what is that? 40 something. So you're saving a lot under this. And I, I have, I just had a couple of GTIs not too long ago and I enjoyed them. Certainly enjoyed driving those. Uh, you can't go wrong with that. But when it comes to going around a corner and doing it well, I gotta give the uh, I gotta give the the crown the title to the Hyundai Elantra in. Well, and just look at talking about you know obviously not sales numbers because no one in the right mind at a car company would dissect their performance models away from their base uh, compacts. But the Civic Si around the similar price. I mean, it starts at twenty eight. But 200 horsepower from Honda, so it's kind of it slots between the Type R and the Civic Si, which I mean, again, just just talking to you, uh, it makes the Elantra in wildly affordable for some reason. <laughs> that's that's very cheap. <laughs> well, and you got to remember that uh, Honda is going to come out with uh, well the Civic Type R, which might is that in the same class as this, or is that like one class down? Like I said, it's, it it kind of splits the horsepower between the Si and the Type R. I think the Type R will have more horsepower. I think it's over 300 now. 
but it's yeah. it's it'll be substantially more expensive. I think the pricing just dropped on the Type R to give uh, a peek behind the curtain when we're recording this. And I think the Type R starts around forty, right? I think it's the number starts with the four. I I should probably double check that. But the, yeah, so so it did this. The, the Elantra N is not only a uh, stealth competitor. You know, nobody knows that you have a performance car. Not even your significant other. And uh, it is affordable. So I don't know, man. I don't know what's missing on this. I wish I kind of wish they didn't do that uh, crumpled up uh, paper bag indentation on both sides of the doors. But yeah, I don't know that I could live with that. I could get past that. And it seats five. It's got luggage space. And you can buy yours today at Vaughn's Hyundai and Kia. That's right. That being said, Mark, we're getting close to the end of the show, which means I have to ask you that fun question that we always talk about. On a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile, and this Elantra N is no exception. So, Mark, I must ask, I beg of you, what is the essence of the Elantra N, the 2022 Hyundai Elantra N? What's, what's its raison d'etre? Why does this thing exist? Why, why should I buy one? Stealth performance. You can fool everybody and have a great time while you're driving this. Nobody has to know. You know, the cops aren't going to look at it and think they got to pull you over, drag you from the car, hit you on the head. No, it just looks like a compact car if you don't get the paint on the outside. Now, I agree to agree, affirm agree. And I felt kind of the same way with the Kona N, a similar powertrain. Uh, the Kona N, of course, being the Kona, the Hyundai's compact crossover, but also it gets an end uh, <laughs> dress up kit and uh, the two liter under the hood, and it is a hoot and a holler. Hyundai, you're doing a good job. That's all I can say about that. But, Mr. Vaughn, thank you so much for your hard work. I know it was a, probably a long day driving this thing, a lot of TPS reports and everything else bundled in it. So thank you for driving the thing. It is, it is my pleasure to serve Renko Industries. And uh, thank you so much for listening. If you could, head over to the Apple Podcast Store, drop us a five-star review, uh, or you know Spotify as well, wherever you listen to this darn thing. And also, while you're out cruising the internet superhighway, why don't you head over to Facebook, click that like button, and we get all the great AutoWeek content sent directly to you. And I know I say this at the end of every episode, but this one's no exception. Thank you so much for listening. Without your listenership, none of this could be possible. <laughs>